4: Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. This is where we're living life, Like It Matters. And today, today, we're going to get some juice going, baby. You know, uh, just like good juice gets squeezed out of a good piece of fruit, ladies and gentlemen, what happens when you get squeezed? You know, we're uh, it's kind of like a sponge. You know, I use the example all the time. You know, if I was to uh, have a a cup of Hawaiian punch uh, at your house on a table, and let's imagine you have a tile floor. If you don't, you know how to imagine. We do it every day. And I spill my Hawaiian punch on your tile floor. There is red punch all over your Hawaiian, um, all over your tile floor. So I go uh, under your sink because that's where you keep all your new sponges that are still in the wrapper. I take out a sponge out of its wrapper and I clean up my mess. When I go to that sink to squeeze that sponge, you expect for Hawaiian Punch to come out of it because that's what I cleaned up with it. But same scenario. Now I have a brown soda, okay? And so I knock over my brown soda all over your tile floor and, again, wanting to be the good guest that I am, I go under your sink because I know that's where you keep your brand new sponges. I grab a brand new sponge. I take it out of its wrapper. I clean up my mess. And when I go to that sink and squeeze that sponge, you would expect some type of brown liquid to come out of it. And then I would ask you, why would you expect that? And then you would say, because, Mr. Black, that's what you cleaned up in the sponge, right? And then I would say, so what you're saying then Is the only thing that can come out of that sponge is what's what's in that sponge? Is that what you're telling me? And you would say, yes, sir. And then the moral of the story is this. The only thing that can come out of that sponge is what's in it. And what does that matter? Because in this story, we are the sponge. We are the sponge. And today on Like It Matters Radio, I'm going to be joined by two powerful women. You know, in life, we are like sponges. We pick things up along our journey. You know, stuff gets detached to us. It it can become part of our journey. And when life gets out of control and we get squeezed, what comes out of us is what's in us. The key is to be aware of what's in you and what are you going to keep in you. And so today I want to talk, talk, talk about, you know, squeeze like juice because... You know, if I was to give you a cup of uh, uh, orange juice, you would know without a doubt that I, at some point, had some beautiful uh, oranges and they were squeezed. And what came out of them, what was in them. If I had some apple juice and I gave you a nice glass of cold apple juice, you would know that at some point, at some point, I had some apples and I squeezed them and what came out of them was apple juice at some point right if I gave you a cup of pineapple juice you got it right at some point somebody somewhere had to have a pineapple and somebody somewhere had to squeeze that pineapple and out of that pineapple when it was squeezed was what was its essence what was in it and that was pineapple and ladies and gentlemen We got to realize that when life puts pressure on us, the only thing that can come out of us is what's in us. If we don't have love in us, love ain't going to come out. If we don't have hate in us, hate ain't going to come out. If we don't have a lack of trust in us, a lack of trust isn't going to come out. If we don't have bitterness in us, then the uh, the bitterness isn't going to come out. And one thing I've learned is over the last 30 years and more so really in the last about five, six, seven years, is that there's this low trust. And why does that matter? Because nothing great happens without commitment. Commitment's one of the six key words that we build a foundation on in leadership awakening. And you go to likeitmatters.net to read about that. Passion, vision, focus, commitment, purpose, team. But commitment has to do with trust. And people have been violated, people have been lied to, people have abandoned, and we don't even know what's up or down anymore. The Bible says in the end days, that's what's uh, stupid will be called wise and what's wise will be called foolish. Here we are. We're now believing lies and propaganda, and we don't know if up is down or down is up. We don't know if left is right or right is left. We are so confused, and the reason that matters is because when people are confused, the least comes out of them. The worst comes out of them. Trepidation, hesitation. People sit down when they should stand up. People stand up when they should sit down. They don't know if they're coming or going. They don't know who they are, whose they are. They don't know why they're here or where they're going absolute confusion. And one thing I've seen is there's a low trust. Why does that matter? Because trust and commitment go hand in hand. How can someone trust you if they don't believe you're committed to them? And how can someone commit to you if they can't trust you? And what I've noticed in my classes where it requires 100% commitment, heart, body, and soul. And that's 100%. Because if I take away your heart, I take away your body, I take away your soul, what's left? Nothing, honey. That's why it's called 100%. But what happens is we're getting squeezed in my class. What's come out of them was what's in them. Low trust. No commitment. Why? Because people stopped letting people in a long time ago. Because every time they let somebody in, they just do damage. They just get taken advantage of. That person eventually just walks away. They, they just confirm that that person is not enough. And see, this is what I've learned over the years is when people believe they're not enough. When you believe you're not enough, E-N-U-F-F, then you are willing to settle for good enough. G-O-O-D-N-U-F-F. I'll say it once more. It's worth writing down. When people believe that they're not enough, not good enough, not smart enough, not pretty enough, not uh, driven enough, not doubt enough, not black enough, not white enough, not liberal enough, not conservative enough. When you're not enough and you get tired of being not enough, you are willing to settle for good enough, good enough to get by, good enough for government work, good enough that you're doing better than the guy next to you. G-O-O-D-N-U-F-F. And it comes from the belief that I am not worthy. It's an identity issue. And what makes me worthy, I believe, is the price that God paid for me. What t- shows your value is what someone willing to pay for you. And I'm only worthy under the use and guidance of the God who created me, for who saved me, who redeemed me, who called me. You know, Proverbs 22, 6 says, Train up a child in the way we should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. It's called good bones. You know, the remodeling shows, the the house renovation shows, the reality TV shows where people are flipping houses and people are making up a dream home. They say it's got good bones. What it's saying, that means the core is good. That's what God's saying. Train up a child in the way he should go. You put good bones in him. You put a good foundation. And this last class, I had people, all the class was from work I'd done 12 to 20 years ago. I had a guy that was uh, sent to his mentee, Bill Jander went through my training 20 years ago, and then he's, he's uh, mentoring a young kid in his 30s, and Bill sent him from his effect of 20 years ago with me. Craig Hansen's my CFO, my controller, my 501c3. He went through my training 22 years ago while he was separating and saved his marriage. Now he's celebrating, I think, 30 years of marriage. Kim and Rod Johnson went through my training 14 years ago. Their son-in-law, who's CEO of Infinity Solar USA, went through this last weekend. And now he's lining up eight people to go right off the bat. Car medic, Dan Binkley, the founder, 24 years ago, went through my training. Since then, we, we've been training their people right when they come to the franchise. And now Derek Thane continuing. And today, we're going to be joined by two powerful ladies. One of the ladies, her mom, dad, uncle, aunts, even one of her nephews went through when she was younger. 14 to 16 years ago. And then we're going to have a woman who was on staff who's had her own heartache. Her and her husband, Chris, went through my training 12 years ago. uh, And now here she is on staff making a difference. And what they're going to have in common is you're going to realize that when you got good bones, when you get squeezed like juice, then the good stuff that's in you is going to come out of you. So after the break, we're going to be joined by some guests. Stay tuned after these messages.
3: That's like it matters.net
5: soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the sculpture garden in Minneapolis or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Listen to freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free odyssey app.
0: A successful baseball coach gets the offer of a lifetime. We need a new coach. I'm looking at it. I'm coach Brooks. I love this gang. When his methods reveal his faith, two worlds collide. Your job description at this school reads coach,
3: not pastor. I'm being forced to choose between providing for my family and doing what God called me to do. This is bigger than baseball. It's bigger than you. Champions
0: live here. Running the Bases. In theaters Friday. Rated PG. Tickets and showtimes at runningthebasesmovie.com. You just keep winning.
6: Wife, I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor
3: and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net
4: welcome back to like it matters radio radio like it matters inspiration education and application i am mr black and today on like it matters radio we are so blessed because not only do you get me but you're also going to get two powerful women Uh, You know, I'm blessed because every single time I do a class, I get to meet people from all walks of life, all age groups, all income levels, all belief systems. And in 48 hours, we bring them together, total strangers, into familia, into a team. And uh, I walk intimately with them. In two and a half days, we get to know each other better than some people you might have known for 20, 30 years. Uh, And so I'm constantly getting a brand new influx of people into my world, uh, constantly being able to speak love and life into them. Uh, And that's outside of the radio show that, you know, potentially millions could be listening on any given day. And so I feel very blessed. And like I said, what I've been doing, I've been doing for 30 years, and you can read about it at likeitmatters.net. But uh, uh, these next two individuals uh, have something in common with everybody that went through that class last weekend in uh, uh, – where was I? In Dallas. I was in Dallas. Uh, and what was so cool is all of those people that were in that class were referred by someone who had went through my class somewhere between twenty and 20, uh, twelve and 20 years ago. Now, why that matters is we 're talking about living a significant life. And the cool thing about this first young woman is she is a rocket science. I use that term lightly. She's not really a rocket science, but she does programming AI. I mean, she uh, she's driven. She's got a, her master's degree at a very young age on her own, uh, one of the brightest students. She now has her own consulting firm that she consults with the University of Berkeley. She's a, a powerful young lady uh, who, up until recently, uh, was living in a lot of fear and a lot of doubt. And uh, that's not who she is in the 48 hours. She got a chance to kind of get in touch with who she really is, uh, and that's a brand new journey that she's taken as a young woman. So let's go to the phone lines and let's welcome Janelle to Like It Matters Radio. How you doing, Janelle?
2: I'm doing good. How are you, Mr. Black?
4: I'm doing awesome. Now let's be honest, Janelle. Wouldn't it be cool to start every morning with applause like that, right? Wouldn't it be cool? Let's be honest. That every, every day you woke up, people, go, yeah, Janelle's up, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that's, <true>. that's
2: <laughs> very nice.
4: Right? Yeah, it's yeah. like hey, I f- I feel pretty good. So, um you kind of grew up uh with Like It Matters my former company called Empower You. Uh seamless transition to Like It Matters in 2012, but you kind of grew up with that, right? Your your mom and dad been through my training, your uncle. So, you knew of Like It Matters when you were younger, correct? Or Empower You, whatever you want to call it.
2: Yeah, that's true. Like almost, almost all the adults in my life went to like it was called Empower You at the time when I was about twelve or thirteen, and now I'm twenty six. So um, I knew about you guys a long time ago.
4: Yeah, and you said you had one of your nephews or something go through my teen class too, correct?
2: Yeah, my cousin. Um, my cousin your was least four years older than me, so I was probably thirteen, okay. and he might have been seventeen, and he went to the teen class, and so I, I attended yeah. his graduation. Um, yeah. So like so yeah. you've seen it mm-hmm.
4: and you've seen it. Not only that at graduation, your mom and dad who are both teachers. Your dad's a university professor uh, and your mom's a high school uh, teacher. And to hear Jerry and hear Michael talk about how they use my training this day, 14, 15 years later, and your mom, how she sets as a foundation, I got to tell you, it was such a reward. Uh, it put such a smile on my heart, and uh, you grew up around it. So, so you got to be honest with me. What, what brought you to my training? I mean, why, after all this time? What, you're 27, correct? 26, I, I, I 26?
2: Yeah, 26. Okay. Uh,
4: so what took you so long? What, why now? What, what brought you to my door?
2: Well, I guess, well, my dad didn't recommend, he recommended me going, like, about a month or, like, six weeks ago or something, and um, I guess, you know, i just been kind of struggling in life a little bit more recently, and I always knew that one day I would go to empower you, but my, I guess my dad had just never brought it up, so he brought it up recently and signed me up to go, and then I came on there September you are. 1st, so... Yeah,
4: that's right. So you got to be honest with me, Janelle, five minutes uh, into class, you know, we're going now. It's five minutes into it. it's Thursday night, we just started class, uh, chair number one just got up to do their first activity. What are you thinking? What's going through your head? Did you think you could do it? Were you overwhelmed? I mean, what was going through your head?
2: Yeah, it wasn't anything like I expected. Like everyone that went to your training fourteen years ago that I knew, they came back and they loved it and wanted to send everybody and my grandma had always said, Oh, the class was fun like it was just a fun experience so, <laughs> uh, but then when I got when I got to the class, um I was like, this isn't fun at all. <laughs> <I> just,
4: <that's laughs> Where's the fun at?
2: at? at the did I miss
4: the fun line? Yeah, did I miss the fun line? I'm sorry, I got in the wrong line. I'm looking for the fun line. Is did, is that in this room? You know, but uh, looking back, you know, you're a smart woman. You're a very smart, intelligent woman. Looking back, does the class make sense?
2: Yeah, it does. It comes together throughout the, the course of the class. And so I, it starts to click, like, later on in the class, um, like, what it's all about. And I know you said that um we should trust the process and get involved early, and I do if, looking back, you wish you would have gotten involved yeah. right earlier and like participated more earlier and um yeah. I know, but everyone has to go through their own process yeah. and
4: Bullseye. I know
2: that it, at least by the end of the class i had yeah. I had gotten engaged, and oh yeah uh, i think I think it turned out pretty well by the end
4: oh. Ter- Oh, it turned out awesome. You know, there's always a shifting point where something happens in the training. And uh, it might not even be specifically aware of what it was, but at some point, a shift takes place where early on, a lot of people resist it. They fight it because it's intense. It doesn't make sense. They have a lot of issues from their past, uh, self-confidence issues, self-esteem issues. But once they get beyond that, and all of a sudden, the training takes over and they start getting into it more, where do you think that shift took place for you?
2: Well, there was that moment where I just felt like, like the whole entire first half of the class was hard, and I yep. didn't believe in myself very much. And then I think yep. at a certain moment I started to think, well, I guess it can't get like any worse than what's already <laughs> happened. So I thought well, I may as well start like trying and yep. and believing in myself because since it can't get any worse, there's nothing to fear, yep. and so. Yep. I- that like it, it yeah. happened like halfway through for me.
4: Yeah. And it started happening. Once you started, once you shifted your belief system, and this is the point I want the listeners to hear. Once you changed your belief system and you started going in and dealing with what was going on in your head, you started talking yourself into getting involved. It can't be much worse. Uh, I'm here. Might as well get something out of it. Might as well go for it. It was that self-talk. You went in your head and challenged some of your old lies, some of your disbeliefs, and that was really where the real shift took place, right?
2: Yeah, at the beginning of the, well, at, I believe like at that shifting point, I told myself, well, maybe it's possible that all the things that I've been telling myself, that they're just lies in my head. And that came like through your yep. coaching as well. And you, you yep. talked a lot about like acting as if, like as if you can yep. do something or as if like you yep. have confidence. So I just made like a slight shift and then like I build upon it. After like I after I had some successful experiences, so um, yep. the flight shift like in helped me build my confidence up, so I could do better.
4: Yeah, and isn't that what you do? Don't you pro you what program apps AI artificial intelligence? Isn't that correct?
2: Yeah, I I run um, artificial intelligence projects for my okay. clients.
4: And you know, as you program the what you program in is going to create an output, correct?
2: Yes, that's true.
4: And amazing, you laughed right there because you knew exactly my logic where I'm going with this. You chuckled a little bit at the end because you know exactly where I'm going with this. What you just said about what you did in class is what you do in your business. You change the coding. You change the programming. And what happened was you felt different about what you're doing. The output changed. Uh, that's really technically what happening. Is that is that fair enough to say, to make that analogous?
2: Yeah, it's analogous. You change the programming in your brain.
4: It so then yep. it changes the output. Yep. Yeah. And that's what it happened. You know, you've been part of this the culture out there where if you don't think like everybody else, if you don't agree with everybody else, then there's something wrong with you. And you've had times in the past where you've been put down where you said you, you know, had some ideas and people at the workplace didn't treat you well and kinda talked about you and treated you poorly and you've had people in your life treat you poorly and what we start doing from that is we start creating belief systems that we're not worthy that we don't deserve this that there must be something wrong with me that maybe I did something wrong but that's what's different since class have you noticed that you've been challenging some of those things in your head have you noticed that difference in you since you got out of class
2: yeah I feel like that's true you know like I can approach people in my life like whether I work with them or I'm friends with them or close with them you could tell, like, before I would go in with the mindset that these people know, like, what's best. These people, like, are above me in some way. But now I feel like the class taught me to think more that there's no reason these people are worth more than me. Like, I'm worth just as much, like, if not even more than them. Like, so my, like, yeah. another way to put it is my opinion is just as valid as theirs. So I Absolutely. feel like that's helped my life a lot since the class.
4: Well, it's huge. It's huge. And one thing you've noticed, too, is you got to be careful of the company you keep, right? You're only as good as the company you keep. And I think that was a big lesson from this weekend as well, correct?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, yeah, whether that's like where you work or who you hang out with, Yep. Um, yep. it all, all affects your life overall.
4: Yeah, and you had nine men in the class. It's tough. I mean, you're one woman, a young woman, nine men. Uh, so probably early on they're a little awkward, uncomfortable, whatever the words are. But how do you feel about those nine men that you went through this class with? How close did you guys become? How do you feel about them?
2: Yeah, we became very close by the end. It was, you know, we all shared, like, personal things about our lives, and we we really became a team by the end, so... You know, I felt, we almost felt like a family by the end, and I really enjoyed all of them.
4: Yeah, and they, uh, you were a big turning point for them. You, you, when you got on board, it was a huge shift in the class. And so I want you to know this. Uh, I know your mom and dad are proud of you, but I want you to know I'm proud of you, Janelle. And uh, you're an intelligent woman, you're a beautiful young woman, you got a lot of future. So thank you so much, and I look forward to what God's got for you and what we're going to do together. So we're going to heartbreak. God bless you, Janelle. We'll talk soon, Mm -hmm. okay?
2: Okay, thank
4: you, Mr. Boy. All right, you're welcome. Bye bye. I am Black, and after these commercial messages, we'll be right back.
3: I'm Chuck McDowell, founder
4: of Wesley Financial Group, and I'm still mad at timeshare companies. For over a decade, I've been fighting to clean up the timeshare industry by getting folks out of bad timeshares. But after all those battles, I'm still asked, how do they sell timeshares for $25,000 when they're available online for only a dollar? Here's how they do it. They lie. They tell you things like, timeshare's a great investment. You can go anywhere, anytime, or your maintenance fees will never go up. Everything they do to get you to sign a timeshare agreement is part of a well-planned trap. If you've ever been held hostage in a timeshare presentation and bought, Wesley Financial Group is here to help. To date, we've canceled timeshares for over 16,000 families. And I guarantee you this, we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing.
1: Call now for your free timeshare cancellation guide, 800-226-8833. That's 800-226-8833, 800-226-8833. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project.
0: Hey, can we get that
1: over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, Books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, Workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level.
4: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio Like It Matters. Inspiration, education, and application. Three good words, right? Who doesn't need some inspiration? Something that's going to move you. Something that's going to give you hope. And education, when I say the word education, I don't mean the learning of mere figures and facts. That's what Einstein said. That's not what Einstein defined, defined education as. Einstein said education is the training of the mind to think. And this is what we don't do anymore. We don't critically think anymore. Uh, And we have one organ in our body that never has to deteriorate, and that is the brain. But in the time of the sheeple, in the time that American propaganda is on the equivalent of Joseph Goebbels uh, and what Nazi Germany did— I mean, it's stunning to think that America is becoming just like Russia, just like China. We persecute and prosecute our political opponents now. Our elections are in question. There's not free speech anymore. You got state-run media that's telling you what to think and banning any opposing views. I mean, uh, let's be honest, it's stunning. And so there's a lot of confusion. People don't know what's going on and people don't know who they are. And so that's why I really believe what we do at LikeItMatters.net is more needed today than ever before whether you're 15 or 55, uh, 82 or 39, uh, we all got stuff from our past. Uh, and there's a mental health crisis going on. And right now, people break. You put a little pressure on them, and they break. They don't have self-confidence. They don't have good bones. They haven't been ra- uh, raised up in the way a child should go. They haven't don't have the structure of scriptural background. They don't have the foundation. And so when the walls shake, and they will, When life should get a 15-yard penalty for unnecessary roughness, and it should, when everything around us falls down, what are you going to do? You're supposed to pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and hit it again. But if you don't have good bones, if you haven't been trained up in the way that you should go, if you don't have a solid foundation in there, then when you get squeezed by life, what's going to come out of you is what's in you. And you know what the world's putting in you? Hatred. Bitterness, poor you, victimhood, um, covetousness, jealousy, envy, greed, self-appreciation, self-fulfillment. And when you get squeezed by life, why do you think it's coming at you? Why do you think people are killing their kids? Why do you think people are tossing people out of moving cars? Why do you think people are shoving each other into moving trains? Why do you think people are chopping each other up? Why do you think people are looking out at 4 in the morning for someone jogging so they can do bad things too? Because stuff, 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 snap. And one thing I learned a long time ago, hurting people hurt people. But our next guest, and Mr. Blackson, tell you that you don't have to. we all been victimized to a certain degree. We've all had some bad stuff happen to us. But, you know, that doesn't mean you have to get bitter about it. What if? What if you reframed it? What if you got in the game? What if you got in the mental battle? What if? You started doing some true therapy. What if you started challenging some of those lies in your head? What if instead of staying down and feeling sorry for yourself, you picked yourself up, you dusted yourself off, and you hit it again and again and again and again? And our next guest is a great example of that. So let's go to line number one, and let's welcome Melissa to Like It Matters Radio. Hey, Melissa, how you doing?
6: Hey, friend. Good. How are you?
4: Uh you know I'm in the hands of God just like you are. So, uh, <laughs> Melissa, oh my gosh, you so you and Chris, Chris your husband, you guys uh you guys own a construction company. Where are you from?
6: We do Arizona.
4: Okay. And what kind of construction do you guys do?
6: So, Chris is a general contractor. We do both commercial and residential. So, home remodels, um kitchen, bath, you name it, we can do it. Uh we can awesome. do new builds. Yeah. So awesome. we do we
4: do well, everything. How do they get a hold of you if they wanted they're in the Arizona area and they want to get some building done? What how would they reach you guys? I lost you.
6: So they they can go to our um Facebook page, they can go to which is Shipley and Sons construction.
4: Awesome. Shipley and Sons and construction. They,
6: and yes, Shipley and Sons Construction. So they can go there. Awesome. Um, they can go to our website, okay, Uh cool. They can call me. They can call my husband. Yeah.
4: Yeah. But they're open. And uh, you guys went through my training, what, about 12 years ago, right? It was uh, one of my first classes yeah. I think I did in Arizona, correct? Correct. Yeah. And uh, so when you went through class, uh, and then who went first, you or Chris? I went first. Okay. Uh, And what did the training do for you back then?
6: Oh, my gosh. It lit me up. It lit me up on fire where (laughs) I already am a passionate person. And so to light a passionate person is phenomenal. Um, You just go from one point to the other that really sparks something inside that speaks volumes. And I... I can't tell people enough how much this class means. You go through this course, you are going to the next level, period, the end. That's not going to be a doubt in my mind. And I would love to send every human being to your course. (laughs)
4: Yeah. Oh man. Everybody. And like I joke, you hear me say this in class, you just staff, you know, I I go through it every three weeks. I said, that's how screwed up I am. You guys only go through it one time, but I'm so screwed up. I have to go through it every three weeks because every time I take people through it and you know this now you go through it yourself. Uh, You'd have to be numb you'd have to be disassociated to, to take people Mm -hmm. through that process. Uh, and 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 not go through it yourself. And so that was uh, twelve plus years ago. And then Chris went through pretty quick after you, yes?
6: yep, yep. it was it was probably a month after that I went through that he went through. and uh, twelve years later, we still quote and talk and discuss the things that the tools that your course provided our family. and i I instill that in my kids. And the dynamic that we have at our home is, huge uh we're open we're honest we're transparent um i I don't think that that's something that people typically are and we need more people like that so i think i think the 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 tools that you provide the openness that we are freely given that we take advantage of uh to identify with one another
4: that's huge It's priceless, priceless. And that was 12, 13 years ago, whatever. So then all of a sudden, you know, you got some stuff. We all have ups and downs. Life's an undulating line. It has peaks and valleys, has highs and has lows. And, you know, I'm on a lot of lows and I get a lot of highs. So it's life. It's people wonder why, why? Well, that's called life. It's called life. And so some things have been going on in life. You've had a lot of stuff happen. So you've kind of felt a little bit run down. And so you reached out. How did you reconnect with us and what brought you to staff?
6: Well, so I staffed for you a number of times, um, yeah. and Years I would ago. say life got really busy, and I disconnected as far as, you know, busy schedule and couldn't yeah. commit, and yep. um, I hate the word couldn't, right? Powerless yeah. word. Amen. Um, Amen. But I, I genuinely could not commit during that time because I was so focused on, okay, my career and my family and my home and Money. And there there was just a lot of stuff. Um, and I finally said, you know what? I need this. I need to go back. I want to help people. I genuinely love people. And how how is it that I can help them? By
2: showing up. Mm.
4: That's how yeah oh. and you were you're such a blessing you're she's a powerful woman she's a beautiful woman uh she yeah you ain't gonna mess with uh melissa uh she knows who <laughs> she is you know she knows who she is but you know she's a human being and so she has low points and high points and there's some days mm-hmm. that she can ha- handle anything and there's other days you wonder if you can handle anything right so i mean at Agreed. least i'll share my personal experience that's how i am there are some days i'm a sniveling little baby. Like why well, God poured me, and then it could be 15 minutes later. Now I feel like I'm the lion from the tribe of Judah, and nothing's <laughs> changed except my mindset. So you gotta tell me now. So you Correct. staffed, you gave, you gave of yourself this that, that last week on Team 238. You didn't sleep. Your diets are all thrown off. Everything <laughs> we do to get in shape is off. So tell me, what did you gain? I know what you gave, but by giving of yourself to Team 238, what did you gain, Melissa?
6: Oh, more inspiration, more inspiration to reach out to people that are like me, that are like you, that are like them. We we need to open up and talk more about our problems and work together to create um, a world of peace. And that's something that I strive for. Uh, the the biggest takeaway for me, um, I know it's like a total loaded question, um, because I feel, I feel like, one, I gained something huge that I can't yeah. describe unless you do it. So yep. talking with the people that go and staff for you, I strongly recommend that. There is something about staffing that reconnects and re-energizes and reignites and gives that passion and that fire that you can only get from being an outsider looking in and watching these people break and be vulnerable is huge, huge. I wanted to hug everybody. I wanted to hug everybody so much. It's (laughs) funny because I saw them breaking and it, it makes me feel compassionate and hurt and, Yep. Beautiful and loved, and there, there, there is so much going on. That's why I say it's a loaded question, um, because yeah. there is so much going on oh, that beautiful. you can't, you, you, you simply cannot be there unless you do it.
4: Yeah. It's and what you said the word that you said it was so well was peace and and that's what's really missing. People want no justice, no peace. Now, there's no justice on this side of eternity and we're going to talk about that. We're getting ready to go to a hard break and please stay connected because uh, afterwards we're going to talk about, you know, in this 12 years. Since you went through trading mm-hmm. from the emotional high, man, you've had a lot of lows. You've had a lot of people taken from you. Yeah. You've had a lot of pain. Uh, and I want to talk about that in the next segment, about how you overcome and how do you pick yourself up continually, dust yourself off and hit again. So I am Mr. Black. Today we're talking about being squeezed just like juice. After the break, we'll be right back.
3: That's likeitmatters.net. Sightseeing in Paris,
5: at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at Odyssey.com or with
1: the free Odyssey app. I've got a math question for you. When you add tolerance, subtract prejudice, and multiply efforts to treat one another with respect, what do you get? Less division and school sports have it down to a science. Looking for an example of what can happen when we realize there's more that unites us than divides us? Look no further than high school sports in Minnesota. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic
0: Activities Administrators Association. Salem Surround partners with your
5: business to deliver custom digital marketing solutions. Surround your target audience wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review to keep your business top of mind.
0: Learn
3: more at minneapolis.salemsurround.com. Take a listen to this comparison of other training to Leadership Awakening.
1: For probably two-thirds of
3: my any other leadership program that i've been through i mean in 48 hours of leadership training in your program it was just it was dynamic it was intense it was powerful you know it was was amazing it was amazing leadership awakening change your heart change your mind change your life go to likeitmatters.net schedule for the next leadership awakening
4: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters, inspiration, education, and application. And you have three more chances uh, while 2022 is still the record. Uh, October 13th, we have a class in Las Vegas. I got about six openings still there. Uh, November 10th through 12th, we will have a class in Dallas-Fort Worth. Uh, And then our last class of the year is in the Twin Cities of Minneapolis-St. Paul, uh, December 1 through 3. I can promise you anybody in that November-December class will have the best holiday season they've ever had or maybe uh, had in 20, 30 years. Because when you clean up the inside, uh, boy, the outside not only looks better, but it responds better, it interacts better, it connects better, it does a lot of things. And so today, uh, we have a friend of mine, a graduate, who went through my training 12, uh, 13 years ago. She's staffed with me many times, but uh, about last decade hasn't staffed much. And then she came back and staffed with me, and uh, she's joining us on the radio today. So let's welcome back Melissa to Like It Matters Radio. Thanks again, Melissa. I know you got a busy life. Thanks for sharing it with my listeners. So uh, you've had a lot happen over the the last little few years. Uh, again, mm-hmm. uh, like you said, life took over. And tell us just uh, over the last you know 10 years or so, you've had a lot of loss, a lot of ups and downs. Just share some of that with us if you don't mind.
6: So, Mr. Black, if you're okay, I shared with you and Mrs. Black um, an excerpt of my book. Oh, I would please. like to read that. Is that okay?
4: Oh, please do. Oh, please do. What's the name of the book going to be?
6: I don't know yet. Okay, cool. That's fair. I'm on chapter seven, book. and I do awesome. not have a title. Awesome.
2: Okay, that's okay. want to I, I want to yes.
6: call it the professional griever, but I'm not quite sure yet. Okay. So uh, here's an excerpt of my book that's coming out. Uh, Growing up, while it may have been an obstacle of ups and downs, I remained a happy child through all the hell we endured. Sorry for the language. I have found that happiness is a personal decision, or perhaps it's a form of art. I'm still not sure. That everyone has the ability to choose. Unaware of what my future would hold, I would find myself in this position of choosing light over darkness time and time again throughout my adult life. As fate would have it, God put even more trials and tribulations in my past that I would have to come face to face with. The good, the bad, and the ugly. I lost my brother-in-law in in 2015 from diabetes-related complications. Then his wife, my sister, on Christmas Eve, 2017, from cancer. I never imagined I would be subjected to celebrating Christmas Day with her youngest child, my nephew, my children, our mourning mom, just hours after losing my sister. But we pulled it off with pain, love, and hope in our hearts. On my sister's deathbed, she asked if my husband and I would be willing to raise her son. With honor, I accepted this responsibility and my husband willingly supported my decision and made every effort to make her and my brother-in-law proud. While this this decision didn't come without its own additional obstacles, I wouldn't change this decision to this day. 10 months after losing my sister, I would receive a phone call that would forever alter, alter me to my core. My firstborn son had been killed in a tragic rollover car accident. I had yet another decision to make. Be taken by the darkness that follows the death of a child or shine brighter than ever before. I have become an expert at this point. God has prepared me for this very moment. Shine. Shine bright and lead by faith. Mm.
4: Wow. Wow. And any one of those could just rip someone's soul out and question that god and question why me and especially in the world we live in today but each time you had to make this and it wasn't a, a one time decision this was pain correct. that you were enduring over months over years and so it was almost a daily decision correct to to choose light over dark as the better over bitter right
6: correct and 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 to to magnify that even more uh 11 months after my son died, my estranged father of 17 years reentered my life and my husband and I flew him down on a one-way ticket from Michigan to Arizona and um I took care of him and that was very hard. He was a very abusive man. Um but I wanted to show him what love looked like. I wanted to be that shining light in his world to show him what beauty looks like and it's not something that not everybody unfortunately has but it's a choice that they can make and i choose that over and over and over and over again all day long Mm. i would rather be a shining star than somebody's dark and bitter loneliness
4: Yeah, Well, and people are always watching and we talk about this class that just accept it that we all judge. And so everybody's judging us right or wrong, good or bad, move beyond the feelings or the opinions about it. That's what's going on. And remember, neuroassociative conditioning says that there's two driving forces in life. There's the desire for pleasure and the avoidance of pain. And so that's the same way we do with other people. We look at people and we say, that's who I'd want to be like, or we look at people and say, I never want to be that way. And today we live Absolutely. in a world of victimhood, right? We live in a world of victimhood. We're we going to keep a record wrong, a pound of flesh. And you saw that even with Janelle who had come through, you know, she was on the radio before and the one woman we had in class. And she had been beaten down by a former employees, uh, treating her poorly. Uh, she was in a right. relationship with a man who, who basically she didn't feel she had value and so he treated her poorly. Uh, And then she's in a world that says, if you don't believe like we believe, then you're not good enough. Nobody likes you. And so processing all that, even though she's intelligent, she had to go inside and start. We had to show her start. You have to start making moment by moment choices to Mm -hmm. identify the lie and replace with the truth. And I think that's why you found the affinity with like it matters. Right. And empower you because that's what we we live in that. We teach that. And so that just went along with your core values. Is that you think how you fell in love with it? 100%.
6: 100%. Uh, I, I I know for a fact that your course led me to where I am today. And yeah. it it simply guided me on a belief that I already had. And yeah. trust yeah. me, I'm a very transparent person. But this yep. made me even more transparent and even yeah. more vulnerable to open up to other people. And I don't care what you think of me. I genuinely yep. don't because yep. I'm confident enough in my world that yep. I can be broken and I can still help. And I love that about me and yep. I'm okay with well, you, me.
4: Well, you know why? Because you know who you are in, in God, in Christ, because Christ says yep. you are more Amen. than a conqueror. Christ says that in your weakness, his strength is perfected. Christ says uh, that uh, that you're his masterpiece, that he, you can do all things through him. That greater is he who's in you. See, those are, see, the greatest commandment in the Bible, people for, don't know this, is to remember. Deuteronomy 8 is one of my favorite chapters in the Bible. To remember how I took you out in the desert for those 40 years. How I fed you. How mm-hmm. I kept shoes on your feet. How you never were thirst. I mean, he just wants to remind us that's the Shema in Deuteronomy 6. We're, we're supposed to keep this in front of us all the times. And that's what you remembered. See, I believe God trusts some of us more than others. Uh, you know, I always go back to how is Jesus described? And you got to go to Isaiah 53. And Jesus is called a man of sorrows, familiar with pain. And you know what it's like to be a woman of sorrows, familiar with pain. Yeah. And j- just like Christ says, you've you, you got to put it at the cross. You've got to forgive. You've got to trust that God, Romans 8:28, right? God causes all things to work for the good for those who love him who are called according to this purpose. And Melissa, do you love God?
6: I love God with all my heart. Yep. Psalm 3418, yep. the Lord is amen. close to the brokenhearted.
4: <laughs> amen. Are you, are, broken to, yeah. are you called according to his purpose? 100%. Yeah. So, see, you have confidence in that, and that's what's different. You know who you are, and you've been through a lot of stuff, and God told me uh, a, a decade ago, you know, said basically, let me know when you're ready to start using your pain to help other people. Let me know when you're ready. And yeah. when I could make the conscious decision to say, I am thankful for my pain because it's going to allow me to help. ten Thousands of others. When I made that agreement with God, everything changed. uh And the same thing in your life. You know that people are watching you. You know that you're a conduit. You know that people are going to either use a reason what you do as a reason get closer to God or further away from God. You know that.
6: I do. yes
4: yeah. Amen. You hey know, we're getting
6: ready to go. It, it, it conversation. Uh, go, ahead. go
4: ahead. No, I was going to say we're getting ready to go. I was going to give you a last uh, l- another minute. Just say whatever you want to say before we get you off the radio. Go ahead.
6: Okay. Um, you and I, we shared a conversation and I explained to you with, uh, my mother in the kitchen and this is after her daughter died, my sister, and my son died and she stood in the kitchen and she said, why, us? why our family, what did we do wrong? And my response back to her without hesitation was why not us? What makes us any different? We're not. We're not any different
4: than anyone else struggling. That's right. That's right. Amen. Let's and we can walk a mile in someone else's moccasins because we know it's like to hurt. So we got to go, Melissa. God bless you. Thank you so much. We'll talk soon. Okay.
6: God bless. Talk
4: to you soon. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. I am Mister Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future. Reminding you when you live your life like it matters, it does.
2: of the Christian education is that our children can make their decisions and their sound decisions and it just makes them better adults.
0: Hi, I'm
5: Jeff.
2: Hi, I'm Trish and we're from Oakdale.
3: Jeff and Trish use the
5: half-off tuition
3: program
2: for both of their sons' Christian education. That's half price for the first year of tuition at participating Twin Cities schools. The half-off tuition program was better than we could have ever imagined for our family. Details at TwinCitiesTuitions.com
3: Did you
5: know that the Freedom 1570 mobile app can do more than just stream your favorite shows? Here's cool feature number one. You can set an alarm on the app that will automatically start streaming Freedom 1570 at whatever time you decide. It's easy. Just open the menu in the upper left-hand corner, select alarm, and choose a time. You can set it to wake up with Matt Ray or any of your favorite hosts. Download the free Freedom 1570 app today.